financially stable for me meant B word, I got money. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's what it meant for me. I got money. B-word, I, I got, got money. B-word, I got money. Like it meant like I was supposed to be posted up in pictures with my legs crossed looking like wealth. <laughs> no, like, honestly. You know what I'm like I'm supposed to have on an ascot and a blazer that's made from over in Italy that I ha- had hand sewn for I don't me. even know what an like, ascot is. Okay. Do you see like, what I'm saying? Like, like that's, like, that's yes. how I felt. Like, I, was like, I was like, that's financially stable. stable. That's financially secure. Just no, trips, right. You know but you know what right. that is? That's new money that doesn't know what they have. Mm. I've learned that now. You know what I'm saying? From that talk, flashy money. You know, from talking to my grandmother, from talking to mm. so many different people. Like, I've learned all that. Okay, guys, my name is Arunze. This is where I normally say, but you already knew that. But but I won't because, I mean, you guys already kind of know who I am. And anyway, thank you for tuning into L2L Episode 3, Graduation Part 2. Being that I said this is Part 2, then obviously there's a Part 1. So if you haven't tuned into Part 1, please stop. Just stop what you're doing. Go back and listen to Part 1. You'll thank me later. Or you can just thank me in the comments and review section, you know by way of a nice rating or review or both or both whatever whatever works for you i'm not too picky so part one was more so dealing with what our expectations were regarding post-grad life what did we think it was going to be versus what it ended up being in part one we got real we got emotional we got vulnerable in part two my guests and i will be discussing how exactly they were able to keep hope alive and power through this very challenging time in their lives you definitely don't want to miss this Stay tuned. Definitely. And this question is for you, Lenata. So, you know we are we are Nigerians. I'm on Nigerian. Wow. I'm a Nigerian. And a lot of times our parents are pushing us towards the STEMs, you know, engineering. If my child is not a doctor, lawyer, doctor, lawyer, engineer, I don't want to hear it. And to see that you you decided to, because for the longest when I knew you were pre-PA, I've known you as pre-PA. Yes. And so now that you're actually going to, to pursue a creative career, mm-hmm. how did you pitch that to your mom? How was that? How was that talk? How was that? Okay. So, um, yes, I'm a very proud Nigerian girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, I have very untraditional African parents. Um, my parents, um, uh, you know, they came, um, came to the States. My mom came to the States to go to school. She went to Syracuse, um, and, um, met my dad. Uh, but, you know, they still very traditional in the sense of how I was raised. Um, they definitely didn't push down the idea of, you know, wanting to do more traditional, like, oh, be a doctor, be a lawyer, you know, be an engineer, jobs that, you know, will bring money and increase my bride price. <laughs> but, um, you know... I really, and what it was, um, I told my mom first. Um, my dad actually still lives in Nigeria. But um, I told my mom first, and I told her how, like I just said, how it came to me. My mom knows I've always been. She used to pay for me to go to dance. You know, that was my thing. Um, but when I told her, it was literally like, that's what God told me to do. My mom is a very, very devout Christian woman. <laughs> I'm very uh, spir- uh, spiritual. You know, she knows her word, but she really believes in the power of prayer. And she always wanted that for us. Like, not to just put, oh, God on you, but have your relationship with God. Like, your own. Not just, well, you know, my mom took me to church. And that's good, like, to be around other worshipers. Yes, but what's your relationship? You mm-hmm. know, and that's something she always 
encourage my brother and I to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I told her that, she was like, hey, I make sense now. I've not been dancing. <laughs> hey, that's good. Uh, me, myself, I do not know which kind of things you'll be doing, who you'll be talking to to do these things, but uh-uh, won't you be dancing? <laughs> okay, mom, cool, you know. And I was, I was shocked to call my dad, though, you know. Called my dad, and I told him, and I was scared because he was quiet after I said it. And I was like, oh, man, I'm, like, shaking. I'm nervous. He said, hey, Lenata, so you want to dance? I guess so. Just email me the things to the people you'll be talking to. Because me, I don't I don't know who, who how to, to wow. do dance. I don't, I don't. I'm like, so, Dad, you're not mad at me? He said, I won't be mad if you're happy. Oh, and wow. so... I, I don't have the, those very traditional pain. I was, trust me, I was shocked though, especially with my dad, because he was quiet. That really threw me off. <laughs> um, but I know my friends and even my cousins, like my first cousins, that my their parents are very traditional in that sense. Like, But what I do encourage my fellow Nigerians, especially those of us who had the opportunity to go to school here, you kind of grew up more so in the States. Um, but even those back home, there are creatives everywhere in the world. We're not mm-hmm. just here to be doctors, engineers, lawyers, all that stuff. Like, although we tend to be those a lot here, um, come to school and do the work. I have friends I'm proud of that are doctors, that are Nigerians. That's awesome. You know, represent for us, you know, not just as Nigerians, but just as black men and women in those prestigious um, jobs. But we are creatives everywhere. And I just think it's so funny with being a creative in general, how we praise the arts as like something very fancy, but when someone wants to do it, we look at you crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We love Fela, but do you think Fela went to school to go be a doctor? Amen. No, but goodness, don't come for his music. Please don't. You know what I'm saying? But he had to put himself in his art, in his craft, to create this music that's lasting forever. Decades. You know, like paintings people are paying billions of dollars for. Picasso, what he do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... I, I'm so confused. You support the arts, but when people want to go for it, you give them a side eye. Down. You know, but for those who may be feeling that way, like I'm scared to tell my parents, you know, um, that's where you just kind of got to trust yourself because you, you're living your life. You know, I do live for God, but this is my life. This is my body, my vessel. Like, I, my mom has done her thing. You know what I'm saying? But I got to do me. Got to do you. You know, and, and if doing me means to do this, then I'm gonna go do it, and um, I definitely. It takes courage, though, and it took and it took time before I decided to tell her for real. Um, so like I'm not saying it happened so fast, but um, I definitely encourage you to just give yourself the time. And I guess formulate the words. You know how to talk to your parents. Yeah. You know, formulate the words, but stand firm in your decision. Whether or not my mom liked it or not, or my dad liked it or not, I knew. For sure, that's what I wanted. Yeah. And even actually, where I kind of got a little kind of pushback actually from my brother, who's my best friend. And he asked me, So, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to get money? What are you going to? My brother's a very logical, step by step kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it works for him. He's a very successful young man. But I'm like, Nick, I'm going to dance. Like, I, I kind of have a plan, but with it, you kind of don't. You're free like, Even my brother told me that. I explained to him, This is what I want to do. And he's like, Well, you know what? You're my sister. I love you. But, I mean, I still feel like you need to have a backup plan type mm-hmm. thing. And that's how he's going to be. He's a big brother. That's how he is, you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't care because I knew what I was going to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, so you have to stand firm before 
you decide to express. That might make it easier for you. I, I respect that. I respect mm -hmm. that. Well said. So on to our next question. Um, what was your biggest struggle with adjusting? Like if you could say out of everything that you went through, what was like the biggest thing that you struggled with? Having to go somewhere every day. Like, <laughs> not, not saying that you didn't have to do that with class, but like, let's be real. Like, it was an option sometimes to go to class. Um, Renze, I watch your snaps. Whoa, <laughs> you're not about sometimes. to do me like that. <laughs> do Rabby flying in the wind. Where you at? The park? <laughs> like, what you doing? <laughs> what's going on here? Uh, what's going on? Renze, <laughs> in class today. Um, uh, what is happening? But, you know, it's a, all college students know, like, if you're not feeling like going, you know what I'm saying? You're not like, I don't go. have to go to class today. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm I know a, how many I'll absences. I'll get my notes from somebody. I know how many absences I still got, whatever the case may be. Mm. But with work, it's not like that. When you are depending on, especially if you're not on like a salary job, um, when you are depending on like you, you have to go to work this day in order to make money, like you cannot just be like, I'm just going to stay in bed today. Or, you know what I'm saying? I may just roll up late whenever. Like mm -hmm. you, you can't do that yeah. because you have to drag yourself out. And I think that was my hardest like adjustment is just like, Granted, like, at, in the evenings, like, I don't have to do, like, homework. I don't have papers due. So that's, like, a blessing in and of itself. But at the same time, it's, like, I'm a person who, which is why, like, I'm trying to make moves now to set myself up for that I will be my own boss and I don't have to really, like, I make my own schedule and I don't have to, you know, answer to a manager and all this stuff like that um, because working for somebody and, you know, having somebody else who essentially controls the institution that controls your livelihood um, was a hard thing for me to conceptualize. And like Lenata said, and I don't know if this is like oversharing, um, but there was a period in time in my life at a certain time where like I would get up and just like cry because I just was tired and yes, yes. I just did not want wanna, to I just did not want to like be, I just wanted to stay in my bed, bed yes. and um, Lenata <laughs> understands what I'm talking about but um, but yeah like there was a point in time so work regular nine to fives or like just regular jobs are very reminiscent of that for me um, being that I don't have the option to just do what I want to do I'm on somebody else's time on somebody mm -hmm. else's schedule um, so that was probably the hardest adjustment for me Mr. Sands, we haven't heard from you. Uh, Corey would know what I'm talking about too, actually. <laughs> so um, I think the hardest thing for me is um, coming to terms with me, um, living with yourself. Mm. A lot of people aren't used to being alone. And, be and when I say being alone, I don't mean being lonely, but being alone with yourself, being with yourself in your brain and talking to yourself. Like We all kind of talk to ourselves, whether you do it aloud or not, but like we all kind of talk to ourselves. And that was the hardest adjustment was being with me. So to go from being on campus, around my friends, around my fraternity brothers, around all these people, um, I think that the hardest thing, like I've always sort of been myself no matter what, but I think the hardest thing was to really come to terms with who I am um, and who that is outside of all these organizations and clubs, who that is outside of Georgia State University, who that is outside of what people know you to be and what kind of pedestal that they put you on and their expectations that they have on you, but what expectations do you have for yourself? Mm -hmm. um, what are the things that you want to do for yourself? What are the things that you see for yourself, not through others' eyes? 
Mm -hmm. um, that was the hardest thing because um, for me growing up, um, my older brother has always been sort of like a Superman kind of figure to me, but also it's kind of like just to my family in a sense, um, just because he's one of those people, he's extremely book smart, extremely like, um, extremely motivated and just very caring and a kind hearted person who just wants to like, just save the world. Um, which is kind of why like I put him on this kind of like Superman pedestal. Same. Um, and he kind of pays that I do that. But, um, uh, so I've always kind of compared myself to him. We're five years apart. And he's this guy that is just like so amazing. Like, you know, like he's gone to grad school. He's got his doctorate oh, wow. in physical therapy. And, you know, he's working in his field now. And he has a wife and a child on the way and all these things. And he just seems to be doing life right. You know, like mm -hmm. he's just he's just doing it the right way. Right. And then here you have little Corey <laughs> who is just like going against the grain consistently. And it's just like, why must you do this? Um, but. I really just took the time and it was just that was the hardest part for me was to be alone with myself and to figure out that like, you know, these are things that you like. These are the people that you like. These are the artists that you like. This is the style of, you know, this is the style of you that you like um, and figuring out your style and not saying your style in, ter in terms of clothing and all that stuff. But this is your style. Your this lifestyle. Is, this is the way that you walk. This is the way that you talk. And this is your consistency and of who you are and this is what you're going to be because of who you want to be, who you want to see yourself be. Who are you most happy with when you look in the mirror? And um, there were days that I literally was like, I would like, I would just sit in front of the mirror and I would just look at myself. And I was like trying to figure out like, what is it that you want to be and why? And who is it that you want to be and why? And those are two very, very different questions, y'all. Um, like who is it that you want to be and what is it that you want to be? Those are two very different things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand why I was asking myself those questions at first. Um, because it was just like, you know, I would, I literally would just sit and look at myself in the mirror. I was in the bathroom and I would just, you know, I'd get out the shower, wrap my towel around me and I would sit down and I would just look at myself and be like, you know, who are you today? Mm -hmm. Who are you tomorrow? What are you, what are you today? You know, and it was like, mm -hmm. and I would think to myself, I was like, why are you asking yourself, what are you? And um, I think it just kind of came to me that, like, there are so many things that you could be in this world, but the hardest thing to be is yourself. Say that one more time. Not not that one more there time. are so many things that you could be in this world, but the hardest thing to be is yourself. And, like, people say, like, no matter what you do, always be yourself. They always say, like, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. But, like, when you're seeing yourself through other people's eyes, mm. so, like, for me, I, in college, like, especially senior year, I saw myself through my friends' eyes. I saw myself through, you know, my administrator's eyes and all that kind of stuff. So, and I saw myself through my mentee's eyes. I always saw myself through everybody else's yeah. lens except for my own. There's no blueprint. Like, you can look up how to be a doctor. I can look up how to be a lawyer. But you can't, you can't look, look up how to be, how to be, how to be you. yourself. You exactly. Can't. You know? And it's like, and it was so funny because I'll be going sitting on these panels and things of that. Like, you know, these student mm -hmm. leadership panels. And they're like, you know, Corey Sams is this and this and that on his campus. And he does this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And his favorite quote is, and my favorite quote to this day is still by Dr. Seuss. Um, and it's, today you are you. That's truer than true. There's no one alive that is more you than you. Mm -hmm. And that has always just resonated me, with me. But like I said, like the hardest thing to be is yourself. Because you have to live with the fact that you are not perfect. You can create this new this new vision for yourself. And I mean, we've all seen it from people in college, like especially if you go to college with some of the people from your high school that were like, you know, 
um, that you thought was lame, that you thought was just a nobody, and they come to college and they recreate themselves. Mm. Mm. Got a whole nother name. You know, they come to college. They come to college and they recreate themselves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, oh, and it's wow, like that was me. That was me because I was Wilson in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, no. but it's so real though. Like no, you know, what I'm saying? Yes. you come to college and you can recreate you yourself. Can. So it's like, like yep. I said, you could be anything you want to be in this world. You can be anything. Because mm-hmm. people used to be like, "Excuse me, Wilson," and I would be like. Arinzer, who are they talking to? Crunchy, don't do me like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's so real, you know? No, so like, yes. that was, for me, myself. like, I mean, you know, and, like, I mean, this constant battle of, like, asking myself these questions. And so, um, saying all that to say that I really came to terms with my mental health and understanding that, like, you're an extremely emotional being, no matter how like tough that you try to put on and that you try to be. Like a lot of my friends know that I'm a very tough person. Like when it comes down to it, like if something's happening, like let's just say I'm not the person you come to if you're crying. No, and you don't. And not. It's like, if you don't want to solve the issue, don't come to me because like if you're crying, you're crying. You know, and like my friends know that about me. I'm like cracking <laughs> up because I just can think of. All the times I shouldn't have called you. <laughs> I'm like, Corey, what? what? And so it's like, that's me, like, in a nutshell. Like, I really, like, I try to I try to figure stuff out, and I'm trying to solve it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like, a problem solver at heart. Like, at the core of me, like, I'm a problem solver. If you want to try and figure something out, if you need to get something solved or resolved, come to me. But, like, saying all that to say is that I had to just be alone with myself and learn to just cry. I had to learn to just be in whatever that state is that I was in rather than trying to solve a way to get out of it it's like I was constantly in like in sinking sand and like I was just like no I'm not sinking I'm not I'm not succumbing to these emotions I'm not succumbing to these feelings Mm -hmm. because I'm not supposed to Mm -hmm. because I'm not I'm supposed to be successful I'm supposed to be um and successful for me man I'm supposed to be in my job I'm supposed to be financially safe and secure and financial security for me meant having money not financially secure meaning that like your bank account is at a good place so like i said i learned that from being alone with myself and asking myself these questions what are you what do you want to be who are you who do you want to be but i mean it's really the truth on how i felt about like so much about my life about especially after graduation Mm -hmm. um and not necessarily immediately after graduation but just after i graduated i was like damn no like, you know like like that's just like that's just like the first thing that i was really yes. saying like you know what i'm saying like like i would call lenata sometimes and she's like what's going on Corey? like how you doing how you feeling tonight i was like i'm here like you know and she's like oh wow like you know what's really going on and it's like it's great to have your friends that you can talk to about that and that's something that i also want to tell people like your friends sometimes are the, the closest people that you have to you outside of your family. And sometimes you're closer to your friends than you are your family, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I think people know that, but you don't get to see that until you're going through something and you don't want to call your brother to talk to your brother about it. And my brother, like how Lenata said, that's her best friend. Like a lot of people know my brother's my best friend. Like I will ride for this man to the end. But like, there was some things I was going through that I did not want to talk to my brother about. And I was like, exactly. why don't you want to talk to your brother about it? Or I, I didn't want to talk to my line brothers about it. Right. You know, and those are also some very close people with me, but I didn't want to talk to them about it. And I didn't, and I was just like, wow, like that was a very reflective moment for me yeah. to figure out like, why don't you want to talk to these people? Right. You know, what is it that they have that they're going through or that they aren't going through that you feel like they can't relate or that they can't talk to you about it either. 
So that was like a lot of just kind of like inflection and reflection and just trying to think about who I am outside of these people that I knew myself to be. (laughs) Okay, so the next question is how were you able to keep hope alive? So definitely we've talked about all the struggles and how we started at the bottom, but we're making it to the top. So what was that 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 guiding light in a sense that was able to get you through that dark, dark tunnel? Jesus. Okay, I was going to say prayer. Yeah, I was going to say faith. Mm, um, faith. Jesus, faith, faith. Prayer. That's really it. Def- like, definitely prayer. Um, there are times when you know, I call Corey, I call Sante, I call Kaj. You know, we gonna, let's just pray. It don't take nothing to pray. And it's not like you got to do a crazy, powerful prayer. Just talk. Also, what just kept hope alive like it's not to compare yourself to others but like I mentioned earlier like seeing good things happen to other people that I know one are deserving you know it's like I don't know everyone's distinct journey some Mm -hmm. people I kind of know a little bit of your story some I just met you at probably kind of in this peak areas of your story I don't know what you've been through um especially those who share the same faith as me you know Mm -hmm. um but You've been able to, I guess, kind of reach the, the goals you've either set for yourself or the heights that you wanted to reach. And, you know, it's like that can happen for you, but at your time, that's kind of what that instead of like, oh, why is it happening for me now? Mm-hmm. It can it can happen. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It showed to me that the things that I want to do that I relate like it's possible. But I pray God give me the patience to let it happen at the time it's supposed to happen for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are artists I want to dance for there, you know, but it's like, okay, my time isn't right now. Why? I probably still, I got a lot of training to do. I need to still know how to brand myself. I need to, but it's possible. It's not like some super crazy wild dream. If you dream it, yo, you, can, you, you it's a real, it. it's a real, it's a real thing. Like, so I'm like, oh, that can really happen. You can really go on tour with, these people you can really produce your own show if you'd like to start your own company no friends on their own company that i dance for wow that's so cool that also kept hope just to see it happening even if though it wasn't happening for me at that moment i know it's possible and i know that those people did put in the work and they're deserving of that so when it's my time it'll be my time so i had to start instead of comparing like that just seeing it as possibility and it was encouraging to me you know, it encouraged me to keep putting in the work because when you're sleeping, she was probably in class. She was probably getting new headshots. She was probably, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Keep going. You might be tired, but this next 30 minutes, do something. Do something right. I know I be I have to stretch every night. Like, <laughs> as a dancer, like, you know, I need to increase my flexibility. Don't. Go ahead. Go stretch. Because while you're trying to sleep, somebody else is working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's probably the work they had to put in to book that job or to do that opportunity but you know that it's possible so I had to change my thinking in that when you can see it on the Instagram like that's kind of why I like Instagram because I'm like oh man this is cool that this is happening for other people mm-hmm. like I had to change it like why ain't this happening for me Dang, I don't even want to like that no I want to <laughs> like it because why yeah. that's 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 a testimony for that person wow celebrate that with them you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like so it was my friends like I said my faith but seeing good work done for other people that encouraged me i was like yo there's so much life to live you know what i'm saying like and we're so we're so young (laughs) like we're still so young um and there's so much life out there so i'm like your time gonna come you know and i just that does that's just how i had to change 
Like that doesn't mean we used to say, "Oh, by the time I'm 25, I'm had it." Girl, by now I am not gonna be doing that. I'm 25. I am not gonna be married. I'm not gonna be nobody's what, what mama. Did they say? Um, uh-uh. What do they say? Uh, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Look, tell him my plans. He is. I kick it, kick it, kick Like no, what? No, okay. So you know your pop off might not happen till you 32. You better be okay with that, cause if that's know. when God said mm-hmm. that was supposed to happen, okay. But do your do your part. Do your part. Do your part. Some like I even see like some some of my favorite actors now didn't even know before, but like I know they're like in their late thirties or forties. Like mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali, Woo! he is so what? Mm-hmm. Chocolate, what? Yummy. Um, the yes. young man. Um, if y'all watch This Is Us, who played Randall? Uh, um, um, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling okay, K. Brown. ain't never heard of him until This Is Us. And by the way, please y'all watch this show. It be so, you know. But What's that show uh, is Ava so. Ava said she didn't pick up a camera until she was what thirty two. You know, Tiffany and Queen Hadish Sugar. Had it. Who is you? Had it. Had it. Tiffany had it. Uh-uh. Hey, God, dude. I really try to be inspirational. Like, you really did. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, they but didn't she start just to. On the scene. You know, yeah. she. I remember she used to do some late night comedy yeah. view, but you know, I'm like really getting her steam now her how it is. Break, her, her big break. break. How old are they? You know what I'm saying? You know? But she's been grinding for years, going to comedy clubs. It probably had three or four people in there, but she still went. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine that. So, like I said, seeing. Like seeing it happen for other people just reminds me it's possible when I be like, dang, bro, this ain't dang, you know, but oh, okay, I'm only, I actually know this person. Mm-hmm. Or even mm-hmm. if it's a celebrity, know you know, I know them, I know some. So we real close. <laughs> so <laughs> we can get real close to this achievement here. So I, that's what kept me like, that's like I said, I like the social media, reminds me that my friends and definitely prayer and having and reading. Like I have my quiet time where I'm praying, where I read, and just that time, just to even, like, break down the day, because the day can be so busy, da-da-da-da, just give 30 minutes, even if you don't pray, just be quiet, you know, because we're so, we're on our phones, we're in traffic, we're doing this, da-da-da-da, reflective time, you know, I definitely, it keeps, it keeps you at a good pace, mm. so, yes. Um, Yeah, like I said earlier, I think I touched on it a little bit, Um, I'm, I took a leap of faith, and I'm still falling, like, I haven't, I don't know what I'm going to land on. Hopefully it's a nice little cloud, but um, (laughs) I'm just falling right now. And in faith, it's kind of like you just have to, either you're going to jump or you're not. Like you're going to take the leap or you're not. You're going to hop on the train or you're going to miss it. It, It's going to be one or the other. And sometimes you can't anticipate what is going to come in front of you or, you know, what the road is going to be like, what the journey is going to be like. But it's either you're willing to take the leap or you're not. And so right now I'm still falling. And what keeps the hope alive for me um, is something similar. I think, one, making sure that I surround myself around people who, A, are doing something similar to or have, like, you know, something adjacent to things that I want to do. So like Lenata said, seeing people, you know what I'm saying, like, the thing that she's doing with her auditions for everybody who's ever sent me um, an like a audition on Instagram or, you know what I'm saying, yes. sent me a notification. Like, being around people who want to see you to succeed and want to push mm-hmm. you in the direction of your dreams is beneficial and helps you keep that hope alive. And then seeing other people do things that you want to do lets you know that it's super attainable. Like, the only difference between 
me and I don't want to say me right now because I actually am, you know, doing stuff to try to make the shake. But me back when I was not doing anything and the people who I was watching that are doing things that I want to do. The only difference between me and them was that they were doing it and I wasn't. That's that, it. That's, it. The, that's literally it. Wow. They went to the class. They went to that audition that I did not go to. That is literally the only, only difference thing. between them. Wow. I could have went to that audition and I could have booked that gig. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or I could have, you know, created the show and, and, and I could have been the next This Is Us. You know what I'm saying? The only difference between me and them is that they wrote that script. They went to that audition. You know what I'm saying? They uh, filmed that self-tape. Like, they put themselves out there. And that's all you can do in, in your career, in your field. And so seeing people succeed and doing things that I want to do. I'm a girl who I took acting classes with back in, in high school. She's uh, been getting crazy work now. She's on Black Lightning. Um, shout out to her, Kiana Simone Simpson. Um, but even, and she's a few years younger than me, but even that is inspiring. Like, we were at the same juncture, like going to the same conferences, like auditioning, like we traveled out of town to to go to this talent expo and try to get signed by agents. And like, she's getting booked and she's busy. But the only difference between her and I was that she pursued it like a little bit more directly and I kind of fell back from it. Mm -hmm. So at this time where I'm at, the keeping hope alive whether you know it or not, you doing and pursuing whatever it is that you want to do, whether it be in the arts field or in your regular daily lives, like that is inspiring to other people who are in the process of taking that leap or are currently on their journeys. Like you just every, if everybody continues to do them and pursues their passions and does, and, and they do what they love, then it's, it's like a chain effect. You want to see everybody around you win. Mm -hmm. And that motivation, like Lenata said, seeing other people succeed and get this job and that job. And I'm sitting here like, well, dang, I just got fired for my job. And <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? And my girl over here just got hired and she, you know what I'm saying? She was struggling, but now, she's straight but now i'm not good like i can't be envious of your blessings because wow. your blessings Woo. are for you you know what i'm saying Woo. and when my blessings come i would want you to be happy for me the same way i'm gonna be happy for you like it's just like this was your time to receive this and at this time it may not be my time but when my time comes i want you to be standing there smiling and happy for me the same way you know i'm gonna support you i'm glad that you're succeeding i'm glad that you're striving i'm glad that you're making headway and doing whatever it is that you want to do because whether you know it or not, you're inspiring me to do the same. So that's what my probably like likelihood would be. Um, but yeah, don't don't. And Corey kind of touched on it earlier when you know you were kind of like, well, I want to be here and I want to be doing this and doing that. Like a lot of times, I'll be seeing people doing stuff like, dang, bro, they really living a life. You know but what I'm saying? Not. <laughs> and they may be to them. <laughs> they may be not, or they may be to them. But like, I think our generation and like social media, and it's crazy how much you influence. Like, people tell you as well, which I've kind of learned to start doing. Start following stuff on social media that keeps your mind in a positive perspective, and take the things away that have you questioning yourself or your life or your mm -hmm. journey and what it is that you're doing because you get consumed and caught up. Have you ever just been scrolling on Instagram and you're not really looking at nothing or you're not really doing nothing, but you're just wondering why am I still scrolling? Why am I still on this app? But you can't stop. You your can't finger stop. just keep going and you exit out the app to go back in the app and you still going back at it. And it's like you get so sucked in to what everybody else has going on that, like Corey said, sometimes you need to ride in the car in silence and listen to yourself or if you're a spiritual person talk to god or just talk to yourself like you're not crazy you just you know have a conversation with yourself and unplug yourself from that because 
that will be the death of somebody is trying to keep up with everybody else. Mm. You're going to run yourself ragged in that race of trying to keep up with all them other jokers that's in the other <laughs> lanes, like for real, for real. And you're going to be tired. But if you run your race at your pace, you know what I'm saying? You're going to make it to the finish line. You could make it before some people. You could make it after. But at the end of the day, you're going to make it. Gonna like, make you're going to make it to the line. So that's just what's really kind of been keeping me grounded. I've been trying to get more into a spiritual realm or spiritual state with my, like, spirituality and speaking to God and everything um, because I really do want to continue to find my purpose um, in him and allow him to, like, lead me and guide me. But like Lenata said, once you start doing the things that you have identified that God has, you know, ordained onto your life, um, then it seems like things will just slowly start coming into play. It might not come real fast, but it might be this one opportunity that leads you to this next opportunity. And ne- next thing you know, you seen your girl, Kaja Renee Mapp. <laughs> you seeing me on the screen. You seeing me at the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? And I'm bringing everybody to the top with me. Like, I tell people... She talked about Ajan earlier. Like, uh, I just was scrolling on Instagram today. I couldn't stop, but I tried to. And um, I saw an old post that I posted for Ajan's birthday a little while ago. Shout out to Ajan. Um, but I was in in the caption. I said something like, one day, I swear I'm going to pay you for beating my face. Because she always used to do my makeup. Like, back when we were at Georgia State for, like, events, homecoming, um, graduation, everything. And she would do it for free. Um, I didn't have to pay her to do it. She would do it. And in the caption, I said, you know, when I go to the top, I'm taking you with me. We go in a foreign country, snatching zaddies all over. Like, <laughs> this is what we're doing. And I'm taking you with me. Not a me. daddy, a zaddy. Um, <laughs> not a daddy. stop. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm taking you with me. If y'all ever sis. want some ad-libs on a track, please hit Lenata. Yes, yes, go, yes, go, yes, yes. Please, I'll be ready. But I was like, I'm taking you with me. And even, like, um, my friend Mary, like, I used to tell Mary when we were in school, like, you know, like, girl, when I'm on, like, you on. Like, you coming with me. You ain't got to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to pay you. We're going to be doing all this because I want all of the people who have been there with me and been there for me to all, like, succeed. Mm-hmm. And as black people, we all have to, like, start to adapt into that mindset that, like, it's a, you know what I'm saying? You want to bring all your people with you to the top because mm-hmm. Then when I get here, you know, different endeavors, or if you want to do this business, like when I get this money, I can invest that into you. And hopefully you will pay it forward and invest it into somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I could put a little money into your project, you know, fund your your show or whatever. And that could pop off and be big for you. And you would have the opportunity to do it for somebody else. So just having friends and family, people who believe in you and what you do, and remembering to run your race, um, you know, because you're going to make it to the finish line. If you keep running, as long as you don't stop. But if you keep, keep running, running, if you jog, if you walk, crawl. if you if you crawl, if you limp, if you, you know what I'm saying? like Definitely. Like, limping is definitely an option. Yeah, limping is an option. Yeah. People run the hurdle race and they be falling over the hurdles and stumbling. But as long as you get back up <laughs> and get <laughs> back over the hurdle, y'all know the track meets, like, they used to be real funny. Yes. But as long as you, like, people, they stumble. <laughs> but as long as you get back up and you keep jumping, like, it don't matter the interruptions, the things that come to, like, knock your race or, like, throw you off, whether it be, like, getting fired or being broke deaths in the family like all of that stuff is really designed to a test you you know what i'm saying when you're up against the trouble me to squarely face to face hello like, do not back away from it don't shy <laughs> away from the challenge you know what i'm saying 
Don't quit see it through all of that. Like, for real, that's real life mantras. And I find myself saying stuff like that in my head in times of trouble or turmoil when I used to work. Like, don't quit is just so real. You know what I'm saying? Like, just don't don't stop. Keep running. And another thing, start before you're ready. Mm. Start you before you're ready. ready. Bruh, Don't wait real. to get ready. And that's applicable to either if you're a creative or if you're, like we say, more traditional. I'm a businessman, finance, whatever. You know, you could be like, well, I know that this is a really big firm. But no. Shorty, you know your skills. You know what you want you can give and what you're willing to learn from those plays. Go ahead and apply. That's why it took me so long you to can't, like, you can't. You can't, like... Like, I mean, you're still doing the things, I guess, to be better. Like, you're studying what mm-hmm. you need to study. You're training or watching the videos you need to watch. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I didn't think, like, I went to this one audition for a really great choreographer in Atlanta, um, Sean Baykett. I love mm-hmm. him. Oh, my gosh. But to me, he is, like, a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I know the heavy hitters of Atlanta these days are finna be up in here. I, and these are the folks that are – Formation dancers, these are the folks that are doing, like, I know they're going to be up in here. You know, like, I know. And were they there? Yes. You know? <laughs> but I'm like, I'm going to go. Because, one, he rarely posts open open calls. You know what I'm saying? He's a great businessman, great creative. Like, I have so much respect for him. But rarely he posts it on Instagram. So I screenshot it real quick because I'm like, he might take it down. <laughs> so I said, skr, skr. screenshot right there. And I said, let me go ahead and go. Because if anything, I'm going to learn from it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn how auditions go. I'm going to learn maybe how I should dress to go to audition. You know, but I'm like, I know I'm not as trained, but let me go. You know, and I went and I made it for like the callback. I didn't book the job, but I was like, oh, I didn't think you, I did your choreography good enough for you to want to see it again. <laughs> wow. Um, But I didn't feel like I was ready. I'm just, half of it is showing up, but go before you're ready. Why? Because you're partially ready because you have that inkling for it anyway. Mm-hmm. You just kind of think, oh, because I don't have this on my resume or I don't have that, so I'm not ready for that. No, I ain't scrolled by that by accident. Or I didn't, you know, you didn't see that job opportunity come up by accident. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are ready because it came to you, mm-hmm. so you're ready. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up in that. So start before you're quote-unquote ready because that is the chance right there, you know? So... It's so mm-hmm. funny that you say that though, Lenata, because it's like, um, because like right now where I'm at in my life, so you know, I just applied to the Miss United States pageant, woo, and like, woo, that's you know, right, I, that's I my found, friend, that's <laughs> my friend, that's my friend, like that's my friend. Through mm. some people, through some other people, kind of, um, and then like I didn't think I was gonna get accepted, and then here I am, entering into woo. the pageant. Here I am. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't okay. think that I would I didn't think that I would even get accepted and so it's like you said like start before you're ready and um, just to also piggyback on some other things that you guys said as well um, like the social media tip y'all I was the person that was kind of envious I was the person that was kind of like nah F them like you know what they got going on and so I had to, yeah you gotta check yourself and the way I checked myself was I did a social media fast I was like let me fast from social media I said because you're on here and you don't you don't know what's happening. So I had to kind of do a social media fest in that aspect. And so now here I am on social media now, and I'm able to appreciate the fact that some of my friends are getting mm-hmm. these great things because they are deserving and they've been yes. working for it, you know? Yes. And then, you know, like me now, like in my space of where I'm at, 
um, to be to have my friends telling me like you so deserve to be a part of like this Mr. United States pageant. Like yes. this is so for you. And I'm just like, wow, thank you so much. And it's like you get what you give. And you always have to remember that. And that's the thing that kind of helped me keep hope, um, I guess in a sense, was just knowing that like whatever you've given out, whatever it is that you want to receive, you have to give it. Yeah. And so that was my little piece of like hope resiliencenessness mm-hmm. definitely definitely y'all are just dropping gems jesus Ooh. are they what kind of gems diamonds rubies <laughs> we, we, we've been struggling so you know what i'm saying and struggle y'all you got gotta... the pressure so you make diamonds okay so my last question um so for us who are still you know some of us are right on the cusp about to start the race we're wrapping up our last semester and so and for some of us who still have one more semester to go so we're on that we're on that final lap (laughs) um so what would be your advice it's kind of like a two-part question to the ones who are at this point like you graduating next week you you don't have a choice you got to be ready (laughs) you don't have a choice you don't have a choice (laughs) (laughs) so what would be your advice to them who are basically they started the race and for us who do have a choice in the sense we have a year left a lot a semester left what would you say to kind of get ready or what would you have done to proper um, prepare yourself for post-grad life? Well, I know we got to um, wrap it up soon, so I'll just try to keep it uh, keep it simple. But I'll say uh, just do. Uh, like I said earlier, the only thing separating you, if you don't have it, well, let's start here. If you do have it figured out, wonderful. If you got a job after graduation, kudos. Congratulations to you. That is a beautiful thing. Hope you keep it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hope you don't get let go. Um, no, no shade, but I mean, you know yeah, what happens. Yeah. Um, but because I know that there are some people who have had jobs and gone off to positions and ne- for whatever reason, things didn't work out. So now you coming back home and there's a, a sense of shame or, or embarrassment on you. Mm-hmm. But there's no need because like we said earlier, everybody's journey is different different, and this is my story you know what i'm saying if you have it figured out that's great if you don't that's great as well because you have time to figure things out don't make people feel like you know you have to have it together like right when you graduate or by the end of the summer like i took my summers and summer vacation so i was like (laughs) i just did these four years i'm gonna take these couple months you know and get you know have my mental relaxation don't make people make you feel like you have to have everything together all in one so if you are still searching for your purpose or your passions take a minute to stop and think that's what i did after i quit my job i said i'm using this time to refocus i'm Mm -hmm. sitting down i'm writing out my goals i'm creating a schedule i'm giving myself um, you know, uh, a time span of when I want things to happen and I need to actually write down what can I do? What can I physically, like doing is a verb. So you actually have to be in motion and like mm. to do something. Mm-hmm. What can you do to make your dreams come true, to make your passions and your purpose happen? So for the all, for all the new grads, just do. Like, don't think, like when I said you don't have to be ready, I was waiting for a time where like, everything was going to be in place. Like once I get this job, then I can do this. And then once I get this and I get my apartment, I can do this. Like if you're waiting for a perfect time, there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a time when everything is aligned perfectly the way that you want it to be. So you have to just fall and just do. Yeah. Um, That was great. Gosh. Um, First off, 
if you got to move home, don't be afraid or ashamed. Um, you can really save a coin. Truly, you can truly think. Yeah, a lot of us are at home. You know, yes, my pictures, I be out of the house <laughs> on Instagram. But, but I be back in my I'll bed. I be back in my bed. I be back in my bed. I'm in the bed in Lawrenceville. I'm in the bed. On the um, south side. You yeah. know, so don't be afraid to move home if that's the case. And if you got to stay there long enough to, I guess, you know, get yourself together before you, I guess, financially, if you want to move out, that's fine, too. Like, if your parents are cool with you staying at home in a way, if you can contribute, that's always nice because your parents pretty sure have done a lot for you. Um, don't be afraid to move home and don't be afraid to fail. Life isn't based on no GPA scale or grades like if you apply for the thing and you didn't get it, okay, apply for the next one. Like, don't be afraid of that. And take that, um, if there's that gap time where, like I said, I had that quiet time, I wasn't employed, I had everything to do, it's probably on purpose. So live in that too, resonate in that, reflect in that. Because you've been going since you was five years old. If you catch a break, catch a break, dang. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's cool too. Um, But just don't. Kaja said, just do, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Um, start before you're ready and um, really just just enjoy the life that you have because life is very precious. It could be gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It can be gone tomorrow. We've already lost so many. Rest in peace, man, to everybody who's we, lost their lives. Man. We have There's lost so many young people um, to very unfortunate events. Um, either police brutality ways, just random things, you know, gun violence, like life can be gone tomorrow. So enjoy today, like enjoy it as much as you can. And sometimes it's easier said than done because there'll be those days you kind of be a little down. You might just want to stay in and, you know, watch Netflix or my favorite (laughs) is my 600 pound life. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) I just, I'm sorry. I I like to watch that show with kettle cooked chips. Um, But, um, (laughs) you know, some days it's like that. But in reality, enjoy. And um, whatever it is that allows you to find that joy for me, like I said, is my relationship with God. That's what is for me. Others may have different religious beliefs or different mantras, what have you. Um, but always make time for that. Make time. If it's 15 minutes in your day, 10 minutes in your day, 30 minutes, make time for that thing that just kind of calms you down. And so you can go at your pace of grace to finish your race that you have. That was a lot of rhyming words, but that's okay. And just know that you can do it. I don't even know who's all listening to this, but you can do it. Whatever you're trying to do, sis, you can do it. You can. Hey, bro, bro. You can do it. You got it. For real. Definitely. And Mr. you, Mr. Sams? Um, so, I think that if you're getting ready to graduate, then just take the time to really appreciate the fact that you've done something that not everybody can say that they've done. That's the first thing. Especially if you are a person of color, there are so many factors that have been against you getting to that moment of graduation that you have fought against them, you have pressed on, and that you have ultimately really done something that is not the easiest thing that you can do. So I really want to say congratulations to you on that. But nextly, I want to say that don't think that it's constantly an uphill battle and that once you reach the top that you are good, that you're there. It's uphill, it's downhill, it's flat sometimes. I mean, you're going to constantly look like what you don't think you look like, Um, which is really kind of confusing in a sense. But 
understand that, you know, um, you got to be like a duck. And mm. when you're, <laughs> I knew y'all was going to like that. I knew y'all was going to like that. Mm. But you got to be like a duck. When you look atop the water, everything looks like it's calm, it's peaceful, and like they're just floating. But if you look paddle underneath, like paddle, paddle like paddling. hell. <laughs> so hard. You know, you got to be like an ivy. You got to be able to grow. <laughs> Oh, y'all so shady for that. Y'all are so shady for that. I just want to so bring it up just for y'all to call me and be like that. Okay, like, hey, shout out to Cammy. Shout out to Selena. I love you, Speedy. She graduating yeah. too. That's my no, girl. She is. Shout out to Selena. Shout but out no, to like, Speedy. I mean, just saying all that, just say, but for real, for real, like you really got to be able to keep moving, okay? Um, that's something that I say on my vlog series is keep moving, keep progressing, keep being you. Um, and I say that because it's so true. Like, you know, sharks swim and they can only swim in one direction. Sharks cannot swim backwards. Mm -hmm. Sharks can only swim forward. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so you have to be like a shark. And that's the reason why they call like business sharks sharks is because, you know, they go after it after all cases. You know, when mm -hmm. you when you had the idea, when you feel like you want to do it, chase after it, just like when the chase just like when a shark smells blood from 30 miles away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when they smell it, they go. They're like, okay, I know where it is. Go after it. When mm. you have that idea, go after it. You know what it is. Um, and if you have to circle back, that's okay. But you're still moving forward. Don't ever, don't walk forward looking back. If you know that you got to go back, turn around, go back, and then keep moving forward. But the idea is that you're always moving forward. So, like, don't think that just because you may have missed a step, that now it's like, oh, damn, I got to start all the way over. No, you don't have to start all the way over. You just got to go back to that one step that you may have missed. Mm -hmm. Start over from that one step. So if you went, if you skipped three to go to five, I mean, if you skip four to go to five, then you got to go back to three, maybe, mm -hmm. at the very end of three, and then hit four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hit four, mm -hmm. then go back to five, and then you can speed through five a little bit because you are already there. You kind of got an idea what five is, and then you can go to six. So, mm -hmm. like, just keep going. And the biggest thing, and this is something that my pastor said, now I'll end with this, but he said, don't compare your nine plus one to someone else's five plus five. Mm. Hey! Let me write that. Hold on. <laughs> mm. And that's saying that to say if you could do math, you know, that's simple math. Mm -hmm. But 9 plus 1 is 10 and your 5 plus 5 is 10. Mm. So you're still getting your end result. Mm. But you can't compare what your 5 plus 5 looks like to someone else's 9 plus 1. Mm. Because they may seem like they're farther ahead. But at the end of the day, it may take them so much longer to get that very last one. Whereas you've now spent, yeah, where you, where you might just, just jump through your next 5. So don't compare that. You know, and that's something for me that really resonated with me and helped me really, 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 really understand where I was in my life of the fact that my <clears> friends <throat> may be at their nine and I may be at my five or I could be at my four and I'm just waiting for my six. Mm -hmm. Like whatever it is, but you just can't compare that. Mm -hmm. And that is something that really helped me out. So to all my upcoming grads, just do the damn thing. And then to all my grads that are waiting to be grads, Keep on going. Like, it's not that big a deal. Like, if you were supposed to be a spring 2018 graduate, but now you're going to be a fall 2018 graduate. Hello. <laughs> be a fall 2018 graduate. <laughs> because you know what? Like, there's nothing like graduating in December and going into a new year with a new degree. Hey. Hmm. 
You didn't think about, about that, did you? It's all about perspective. You ain't think about that, did you? You thought I showed like, sure nothing. You, 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 <laughs> you were looking like you were looking like, oh dang, I didn't graduate. I'm late. Oh, I'm, I'm late. late. Late registration. Kanye. Nope. Oh, we don't like him. <laughs> oh, take him off. Take yeah, it off canceled. the mic. He canceled. Oh man. Oh man. We can't cancel. Oh yay. Because we like oh yeah 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 pre like Jesus status. I think is like what we can go with. Yeah yeah. Because that was that was that was yeah absolutely like post Amber Rose. Oh, that was thought. definitely worth that's the hum. Post Donya, that's his mom's name, right? Oh, Donna. yes. Donna. Past his I don't know yeah. if it's Donna. Or is it, we know you've been pronouncing okay. her name wrong. So okay. Okay. I did. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think you guys kind of got the idea that, you know, we've endured a lot and we've definitely kind of seen. Donda. It's Donda West. Donda, Donda West. Yeah, but yeah, we've Donda. definitely seen, we've definitely experienced a lot in these two years of graduate of graduation um but like understand like we all kind of gave our little timeline or whatever but if you realize like we were only down for like a couple of months and it seemed like it was forever but it really wasn't mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so like you only gonna be like you're being down you're not gonna be down forever like you can't be you know you a good a good thing can't just be put down you know what i'm saying like that's yes. just really what it is like you know and um just keep on going if you got like lenata said if you got a limp limp, limp. If you and then you know you you might have to go through a little bit of therapy, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Therapy. Just yes. keep going. Just keep on moving. It ain't that big. It ain't that big a deal. And understand too, life goes on. Like, really, I mean, okay, you're not <laughs> making you're not making 65k out of grad. So what? So what? Like, mm -hmm. you might be making 20k. But Ooh, guess what? If you make, Ooh, a, hey, I but you know, if you got a degree, you need to be making at least you thirty, yes. at least thirty to the start. Okay, you know, like, okay. You know, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, like right now, me but working, take what you can get, right? Like right now, me working in retail, yeah. working, me working in retail, I'm under not making the, what under, I wanted yes, to make, you know. But it's still like, you know. That was it's a nice going. beat. What was that? I don't know. It just kind of came to me. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, so I'm Rinse. Wow. Y'all, y'all, y'all are amazing. Like, I really picked, like, the best of the best to to deliver this this episode. Y'all have been Basically, amazing. Basically, it's the finale. <laughs> oh, oh. Is it? Is it, though? Is it, though? Is it? It's not. Maybe, a... maybe the finale, you can bring us back with some other people. It could be a finale of a finale. We're going to have a whole party in What's here. What's popping? Y'all know we're the life of the party, so... Yeah, I'm no definitely down for that. But before we leave, um, if y'all can just go around and introduce yourselves and, you know, just say where we can find you if you want to keep up with you guys. Because you all, you all are aspiring creatives. And I do know that for a fact that your names will be in the limelight. So just give them a chance to catch on you now. Because, you know, once you blow, you it's too late. Mm. It's uh, too mm. late. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, hi. I... <laughs> <laughs> Again, my name is Lenata Goka, uh, and I'm really only on Instagram um, at underscore Lenata Sira. So that's L-E-N-A-T-A-A-S-I-R-A. -A -A that's it. You can follow me there. Um, I don't really post too much, but you know, I'm boosting your comments, honey. That's me. That's, that's me. That's me. That's me. Right and you know, sometimes you need that, okay? And it be real, cause y'all be looking real good. Y'all skin be clear. You know, your outfits be together, and so I need to boost. So you need a boost. Give me a call. Give me a follow. Okay. Oh, okay. For me, 
Um, absolutely. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram at underscore underscore that's two underscores kaja k-h-a-j-a and you can follow me on twitter i actually just got back on twitter recently um because of an internship that i have but uh you can follow me on twitter at kaja renee k-h-a-j-a-r-a-n-e-e yeah all right, and you guys can find me on IG at the dot Corey Sams. That's T H E dot C O R E Y S A M S. And um, that's really only where I'm at. And then you can follow my Facebook page. <laughs> you can follow my Facebook page too by the same name. And uh, that's how you can stay up on all things me. And I want to thank Orenze for this yes, opportunity. Yes, thank you, Orenze. Uh, this has been thank truly. You truly truly amazing sitting here and reconnecting with friends and just learning new things from each other and also just giving you the opportunity to allow us to express ourselves yes yeah i just want to say shout out to you in this platform um the mm -hmm. first podcast was so good mm -hmm. and i hope people continue to like hop on you know what i'm saying the orenze l2l bandwagon um because it definitely has the potential to be super super great and i'm very humbled to say that we were able to hop on yeah. like really early and be a part of your journey um you know because this is a part of your story a part of your experience so it's a blessing and you know we always support you and love Aww. you yes my oh, nephew wow. hey god dude. god will bless you Amen. i mean what is this uh-uh what is this <laughs> this is so that. cool so keep doing it i mean say for real thank like you. for thank real you. Proud thank of you, you. Mm -hmm. and one last thing um if you guys can go help out my friend Corey, he's actually in the mr united states pageant yeah so if you can head to their instagram page it is mr m-i-s-t-e-r united and u-n-i-t-e-d states s-t-a-t-e-s and go like his picture you know let's like it up let's blow it up um he is mr florida i don't know how considering yeah, okay. you live in georgia so like real quick just to kind of clear this up so um it's not as big as miss united states of course um but when you apply you apply for three states and so i applied with my home state georgia being the first state that's where you have to apply and then my second state was florida um growing up we did a lot of traveling back and forth to florida my dad used to be stationed in florida and um so like my parents had already set up home here so we used to go down to florida a lot to like go see him and mm. his projects that he was working on and stuff like that and then growing up i've done a lot of finding myself away from home in florida so it kind of really resonated with me there and then my third choice was louisiana because i did a panther breakaway trip Shout out to Panther Breakway here at Georgia State. Um, and it was urban education. And so I really, really, really fell in love with Louisiana, not only because of the educational factor, but also because of the deep, rich history and cultural effects that are there post-Katrina. And a lot of my family also lives out in Texas and in Louisiana as well. So that's why I chose the those three states. And so I was selected as Mr. Florida because of my application and my <laughs> video submission that I did for it as well. So um, just be on the lookout. Me, Mr. Florida United States will be coming at you very soon. And the pageant is August 11th through the 12th in New Orleans, Louisiana. So shout out to oh that. Right. So um, so you guys can kind of, you know, pull up on the kid. I'll be flying. So, and so if I you don't follow drive me, down now, I'm going to fly. I cannot. <laughs> but if you follow me, then you absolutely will be seeing so much more information going on. And give Mr. United States also a follow as well. Thank you for that shameless plug, Lorenzo. Definitely. I got to support my friends. But that's about it, y'all. I know y'all are tired of hearing our voice, so we're going to sign out. And thank you guys so much for listening to episode three of L2L. I know it wasn't the usual, but it's okay. We're going to be back with the usual 
with the usual schedule back to your scheduled program in episode four. And thank you guys. Signing out. Much love. Usual. Usual. Usual.